Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with somebody I just met. His name is Jake McCoach, and he is here with um, a, a, a gentleman I met just recently, Randy Redinger, and they are here at Boyertown's Chillin' on Main, introducing or sharing information about the game, the video game called uh, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go yeah. as part of Team Asylum. Yep. Now, as I've told my audience before, I know nothing about video games, but I am just so very impressed with what Randy has shared with me about your game, the accessibility, the inclusivity, the, the desire to get people moving and get acquainted with one another face-to-face. And I just want you to know, audience, Jake is nodding here vehemently that apparently... That's what this is about. But tell us a little bit, Jake, about who you are and how you got started and what you're doing today. Yeah, so I'm a Boyertown native uh, and I have been in the gaming space uh, since as long as I can remember, but I've been in the competitive gaming space since about 2008. Well, let me go back just a little bit. The gaming, video gaming space. Yeah. And you're a graduate from Boyertown, 2013. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. 2013. And when you were a little boy, okay, I can remember when I bought my first Mac to see for my son when he was like four for Christmas present, both my kids, but he's the one who spent the entire Christmas vacation in front of the computer. Would that describe you? Yeah. When you were a little boy? Yeah. I spent a lot of time in front of the TV playing a lot of Xbox games like Halo and Smash Brothers and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was kind of glued to the TV. (laughs) You were glued to the TV, too. Yeah, my son was glued to the computer screen. Yeah, anyway. But, uh, yeah, I got involved uh, in the competitive gaming space in 2008 uh, playing with another Warhound kid. Uh, His name was Eric Eschbach. Okay. Um, He has since passed away. 2010. Oh, I'm but so sorry. We used to go to all kinds of uh, tournaments and events all over the tri-state area, competing for money. Get and out. We were never super good, but we used to compete under the name Asylum, which is where Asylum comes from. Ah. And uh, actually, our entire branding is uh, kind of based around that. Uh, his moniker was Black Heart, and the logo here is... Uh, very well we'll take a photo of that so that my audience can see what you're talking about but wow so been competitive yep and you know there are tournaments 
all over the place? All over the place. And at that time, it was like uh, 200 teenagers in a hotel ballroom with CRT TVs and Xboxes everywhere. Not a whole lot of money. <laughs> okay. But now, have things changed? Oh, yeah. It's grown so much. Uh, there's sponsors involved and huge cash prize pools. Uh, across different games, every almost every single game that has multiplayer has. Well, it. when you talk about sponsors, I'm curious, and Randy talked about this too. Yeah. That you know there are sponsors who will um, sponsor an individual to play video games, and it ends up being that some sponsors will pay their way through college. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cases. I mean, colleges are getting involved, and they're you know there's uh, scholastic esports from high school all the way up to college. Um, you know, there's companies like uh, Peripherals for Gaming. Right. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the sponsors. What kind of sponsors are we talking about? Yeah. Sneakers and refrigerators? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> there's like headsets, controller companies, uh, energy drinks, uh, candy. Uh, almost anything. Are One you... of the bigger ones early on was Dr. Pepper. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a story about Dr. Pepper. Back in the day, back in the day when I first joined high school, my students and I developed the Pep Club, and Dr. Pepper was our. I should have written to them for sponsorship. <laughs> what was I thinking? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you involved in trying to get sponsors for players? Yeah, so I, I work directly with uh, players in certain titles, uh, but uh, I do that mostly on the side with, with the Team Asylum stuff that I do. In okay. addition to Team Asylum, uh, I work as a freelancer uh, for other companies in the industry, putting on the larger premier events. What does that mean? Um, so... I work directly with like publishers of the video game titles. Okay. Uh, on, I contract companies that work directly with them. Um, so what happens is like if a game like we'll say Halo for example wants to put on a million dollar tournament, uh, which they usually do a couple like several hundred thousand dollar tournaments throughout the year, and then they cap it off with a million dollar tournament at the end of the year. Uh, I get to work on those events leading up to that. Wow. <laughs> million dollar yeah. tournaments. Now, the million dollars is the prize money? Yeah, that's the prize You're pool. You're kidding. Yeah, so players are competing for boatloads of cash. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. But you're having a tournament in Boy... Your, I don't... Yeah. Team Asylum yeah. <laughs> is having a tournament... In at the YMCA, at the February eighteenth is what I understand. How many yep. people? Do you know how many people to expect? Uh, it's it's hard to say. This is the first event of its kind in the area. I mean, we've I've worked on other events in the Philadelphia area, but not as far out as as Boyertown. Um, so it's it's hard to say, and it's a new it's a new title for the area too. So a new title, a new game to have like a competitive tournament for in the area. It hasn't been done here before. So wow. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Now, how did you get started? I mean, you were in high school. Yeah. You, uh, how did you get connected <laughs> with all this? So I found this website called Game Battles. And what that was, was it was a website where players all around the world can, you know, form teams and play against each other and basically see where they stack up. And then it, 
in addition to that, they had the it was called the MLG, uh, Major League Gaming Pro Circuit, and they would have different events around the world where you compete for lots of money. And uh, I started volunteering for them, and then eventually just switched over to competing. Twenty nineteen, I started working, um, like in the industry, like for money at that time, because that's when prize pools started going up, and all of a sudden volunteer gigs became paid. So. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> now, Randy also mentioned that there is a club now at the high school. There Were is. you part of that? I was not, but I have had conversations with Randy about that. We're very excited uh, to see if maybe we can get involved and how we can support that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So tell me a little bit more about Team Asylum. How does that work? Um, so Team Asylum was a project that we started, uh, Randy being a freelancer as a graphic artist and me being a freelancer in the esports industry, we wanted to kind of merge that together and create work for ourselves. Uh, the industry is in kind of a downturn at the moment, uh, oh, okay. with, with the current market situation and, uh, lots of layoffs and stuff. So you're seeing a lot of the industry kind of pull back to the days of, uh, you know, just people slamming into a hotel bar ballroom with right, 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 TVs. Right, right. Um, but we wanted to be able to create more work for ourselves and create opportunities for people who are coming up and, um, you know, emerging have, gamers. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Emerging, emerging gamers, emerging talent, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So our objective is to kind of do it all in one, sponsor teams, sponsor players, host events, host productions, and give opportunities for people to work in the space. Very good. Very good. Now, Randy's very connected with the game Pokemon Go. Are you? Yeah, we both are. It's actually funny. Uh, Randy wasn't really into it until we started the company. And okay. Now he's... He's all about it. He's all about it, yeah. He yeah. He breathes it. <laughs> I just love that. So you are here in Boyertown for the weekend, just for today. Just for the day. <laughs> and you will be traveling back to Pittsburgh. Back to Pittsburgh, yeah. So what does your normal day look like? Uh, my normal day, I don't really have a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a single dad. Uh, and then okay. uh, working in esports keeps me pretty flexible because a lot of the uh, events are remote so I could work them from home okay um, you know any online tournaments I work uh, on I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Fortnite it's one of the biggest yes I work on their world uh, championship events as well um, and most of those are online so I get to just work from home and spend a lot of time with my my six-year-old kid Six years old. Yeah. Now, is he into gaming also? He is. He is. Okay. And it's great because he's into my favorite game, which was Halo. So. Okay. Very <laughs> so good. he plays the game that I grew up on. Now, a lot of parents, you know, kind of limit their children as far as I understand. You know, <laughs> yeah. not that I know anything about what I'm talking about, audience. You know that. But um, do you find yourself limiting your son? Or because you're in the industry, you see the benefits to... Uh, talk to me about that. Yeah, I do limit him um, quite a bit. Uh, usually... A um, couple hours of screen time every day. Not, I'm not too restrictive. You get to play on a Switch or the Xbox, and usually around you know seven eight o'clock, wrap it up, and you know start time watching for bed. TV, yeah. settle down, go to bed by nine. Yeah. 
Very, (laughs) very, very good. What does the future look like for you? Uh, Not entirely sure. I mean, I I hope to grow the Team Asylum stuff and see how far we can take that. Um, And just looking for uh, consistent work in the industry and trying to create opportunities for, you know, everyone around me. Do you have any players that you have mentored that have, in fact, earned big bucks with this? Yeah. Can you talk about a few of them (laughs) just to inspire (laughs) Our emerging players here in the area. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, w- the one that comes to mind, uh, his name's Jason Morales. Uh, he is from the Shenandoah area. Okay. So it's like, what, like an hour and a half? Two yes. Hours away? Something like that. Um, and I met him when he was 14. And he was coming out to the Microsoft store and competing in these free tournaments, driving two hours, like once a month for no money whatsoever. But this kid was, like, really good. And, uh, you know, me and my friend Steve discovered him, uh, and we connected with his dad. Eventually, his dad was letting us drive him to events, like, for big uh, money cash prize pools. Um, And he he wasn't placing super well, but, like, there was a lot of potential there. Uh, Today, the kid's 18 years old, and he's signed to the esports organization owned by the Dallas Cowboys and he makes a salary uh as a professional gamer get out yeah it's crazy (laughs) I know now a professional gamer yeah okay so what does a professional gamer do they go to tournaments yeah they, they go to all the all the major tournaments they compete in all the online events uh and what they do is they represent the uh, organization that they sign with, create content for them so that they can turn that to sponsors and generate revenue. Um, it's, there's a whole business behind it. And, and, <laughs> and they become celebrities in their, in their own right for the sponsoring yeah. agencies. Is that, is that how? Absolutely. And, I mean, with uh, you know, websites like Twitch and other, like YouTube and other platforms out there to get content out, like, it's more accessible than ever. Now, my husband watches poker yeah. online and poker tournaments okay. <laughs> it, on TV. Are there, any, are there any TV programs that follow gamers like this, or is it all online and uh, YouTube and whatnot? So, there has been in the past. I know the MLG Pro Circuit, I was mentioning that earlier with uh, Halo, they used to have a show on TBS. Okay. Uh, and then there was another show, uh, I cannot remember for the life of me what it was called. I've got a lot of friends and coworkers that used to work on it. Um, but that was on uh, a cable network as well. Um, currently, I don't think there's anything, maybe ESPN will show stuff every now and then. Really? Uh, especially during the pandemic. But uh, Right. Right. But I can't think of anything that's being produced for television right now. Well, this is a whole new area (laughs) for me. And so I'm very much interested in, you know, how things are developing for future. Do you you recruit people? How do you find people with talent? Uh, a lot of that is done through platforms like Twitch and YouTube and being able to find people who market themselves well as players. Um, 
So it's not like you spend an afternoon watching people play games and say, this guy's got it and I need to contact him and put him together with a sponsor. Is that how it works? Usually they kind of build their audience themselves. They do. And then you expand on that. So then, you know, if, uh, for example, and we've got a lot of Pokemon Go players that we work with. Um, and they are all in their own right uh, successful. Okay. Our goal then is to cross-pollinate their audience with other audiences and uh, use our industry contacts to, you know, create opportunities for them. Wow. Uh, with sponsors, with just different business and, opportunities. You know, I'm thinking of regular sports people, baseball players and pitchers and so forth, who I guess have their own agents and you are almost that. Yeah, we're kind of effectively an agency, a production company, an events company. You're everything. design studio all in one. <laughs> oh my God, do you ever sleep? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, the tournament coming up in February. Yeah, so how can people get involved, or sh- how can they get a hold of you, or how do you? Re- I mean, you're here today at Chilling on Maine, yeah. you know, and trying to you know excite people about what's going on in February. But beyond today, how can people reach out to you or get connected? The best way to stay connected with us is to follow us on Twitter, or I guess it's called X now. Uh, um, oh, okay, but we're on Twitter at Team Asylum. Um, the event in February is going to be super awesome. We're working with uh, BABB to do a fundraising event. Right. Um, we're, we already have talent signed on, so we're using talent from the professional uh, Play Pokemon Pro Circuit. Um, can't announce yet who it's I was going to ask you, but, but you can't. Uh, <laughs> you don't know yet, maybe, who won't be around. We know who it's going to be. It's just not contracted yet, so... Okay, so you have to be a little... Yeah. Be a little vague about yeah. that. Is there a cost to participating in the tournament? There is. Uh, I believe it's $15. Uh, wow. And uh, we're also going to have other things going on for... Uh, spectators and, and just people coming. Now, the tournament itself, one-day thing, two-day thing, What? Uh, t- talk to me about uh, so that. So, traditionally in esports, uh, it's three-day events. This will be a one-day tournament. This is a one-day tournament. Yeah. And um, you're looking for kids from ages... All ages. Kids, young adults, could be, you could know, Could be old 30s. people, too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's... The beautiful thing about esports is, it's everybody. Everybody's involved. Everybody can. Everybody can be part of it. Yep. And that's like I said earlier. One of the things I loved about listening to Randy talk about Team Asylum that it is available, accessible, and inclusive to all kinds of people, no Absolutely. matter what their age, what their stage. It allows them to be part of something bigger than themselves. Absolutely. Be part of a team. Well, thank you so much, Jake. Thank you for having me. For visiting. <laughs> Is there anything I neg- anything else you would like to mention about what you do, about the tournament, about Team Asylum, anything else? Uh, the only other thing I could think of is that in addition to the upcoming uh, February 18th tournament, we also do monthly online tournaments. And uh, okay. we post about that on our Twitter account. and. Uh, now is this is, and those are free entries. one last thing and I, I apologize to my audience for extending this a little bit but you know is this is has team asylum been around for a while uh we are in our first year as a business uh, okay 
I've been in the industry for a bit, but this is our first year, you know, bringing me, Randy, and, and the group together. Okay. So. Very good. Well, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope to be in touch with either you or Randy or both of you to learn, I'm sure, you know, how things go in February. But I think it's just marvelous, and like I say, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for joining us on the Be Inspired podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.